0: Back to walk-ins. Welcome. It is a podcast completely designed around helping urgent cares and medical practices triple their revenue through digital marketing services and exceptional patient experience. And today, I've got my friend, my buddy, uh, my client success manager, my super tall musician, the guy who wrote the intro music to this podcast is right here. Devin, say hello, sir.
1: Hey, how are y'all doing? Well. You can't answer They me, can't answer but hey, <laughs>
0: First time podcaster? Not really. So no. you have like a TikTok channel. You have probably an Instagram channel all to your music. Mm-hmm. But when you're not doing your music, uh, you're rocking it for our clients here at uh, Nick the Marketer and Urgent Care Marketing Pros. So yes. glad you're on the podcast with us today because yep. you get to deal firsthand with our topic, mm-hmm. which is dealing with negative reviews. Talk yes. about that just a hair.
1: Talk about just a hair. <laughs> um you're killing me here you said you like to get right off the cuff I appreciate that um so talking about negative reviews is one of those things that's easy to do um especially from what I see on the uh, client success manager uh side of things and uh always talking with our clients about how to deal with reviews and especially negative reviews um, because nobody likes negative reviews but we do understand that uh, people are way more likely to leave a negative review um, than they are a positive one. So we are constantly uh, coaching, I guess, our clients on how to handle uh, reviews, both positive and negative. But I guess we're talking about negative today, huh?
0: We're, we're we're going to talk about negative reviews. We're going to talk about some spin for negative reviews. Uh, we're going to talk about some tips on how to respond to negative reviews. And what to do when it's your fault when you get a negative review what to do when it's not your fault when you get a negative review but before we kick into that let me just give you some statistics that I found and uh, my source here is trust pulse. uh, But I I wrote on here negative reviews suck like they they do do. they suck and they're personal and you feel terrible and they feel like an indictment on your business all these different kinds of things. So only 13% of consumers will consider a business with one or two stars. I want you to hear that, right? So if you're showing up in some type of the Google search, you have one or two stars, what's going to happen? It's not a good thing. They're going to look right over you. They're going to look right over you too. And you can have thousands of them. That's even worse, especially if you're a one or two star, right? (laughs) Um, But... uh, That's going to be a deciding factor on whether or not somebody's going to come visit your urgent care or somebody's going to come visit your medical practice. Um, So more than four negative reviews about a company or a product could decrease your sales by 70%. That is a big number. All right. All right. I just want you to think about what would happen here at Urgent Care Marketing Pros if we took a 70% hit on
1: our bottom line. Not
0: good. It would be ugly. Think about
1: that for your urgent care. It's interesting, such a high percentage for such a low amount of reviews. Right. No doubt about it. So,
0: small businesses with a one to one and a half star rating on Google generate thirty three percent less revenue, on average, than other businesses.
1: Definitely believe that. So, this is
0: obviously a blanket statement, but here's the reason we wanted to bring this up: is because medical practices in general are are they're like targets for negative reviews. What has been your experience when dealing with the urgent cares that we work with, the patient cares, and all these different kinds of things?
1: Yeah, like I said, um, people are way more likely to leave a negative review than a positive one. Um, and it doesn't take a whole lot when you are a patient at an urgent care, the, you're already in a situation where you're not feeling well, something's going on. So the, the minor things that typically wouldn't garner a negative review will, just because they have, uh, they're just primed that way because they're already not feeling great. Um, so just little things can do that. Um, and what it seems to be is most of the time, the negative reviews are coming from not understanding what to expect when they were, uh, they were at the urgent care. So wait times tend to be one, um, you know, feeling ignored by, uh, front desk, uh, feeling ignored by the doctor, mm. things of that nature. So, yeah. How many times has somebody gone back
0: and been finally checked in you go back to that room and 30 minutes later, a nurse finally comes in. Yeah, yeah. Or a nurse comes in immediately, does some 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 quick check your temperature type stuff. And then it's 30 minutes after that before you see anybody. Hey, first of all, we get it, but we also don't feel good. Mm-hmm. So uh, you compound all of those kinds of things without communication and negative reviews are going to start flowing. That's right. Right. So there's some so there's some good parts to this too, right? This really allows you and your brand to become authentic to people. Sure. Right. So I will tell you, this is personal experience, but if I see 155 star reviews and that's all that company has, that's the fakest thing I've ever seen. Mm. Like I I get it if you have five or 10 or something like that. But when you start getting high numbers and they're all five star reviews, that's a bot or you're paying people to give you reviews like that's garbage. And we don't want that as a consumer. Right. So um, the cool, cool part about a bad review is the opportunity to do better. Mm -hmm. Right. So, tell me a little bit about the good news things here. Give me some of those
1: stats. All right. <clears throat> so, a couple of stats on good news. So, all positive reviews, uh, five star, come off as fake. We said that. Um, there's, so, there's a. That's, cl- there's, that's a good news, right? There, 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 there's a cl-
0: not. They're not our client. There's a customer that we have that has a competitor that has thousands of nothing but five star reviews. Yeah, yeah, and they're all from like Israel. In pakistan mm-hmm. it's just it's so
1: unauthentic it'd be the word keep going sorry yeah uh so 52 percent of consumers trust a software product more if it has negative reviews i don't know why i wrote software product i don't that. know either uh that's fine you probably copied and pasted the uh, statistics from somewhere i did i, I trust false <laughs> I, I gave i gave them
0: the i, I cited them Um, But here's the thing about that. Like if you have all five-star reviews, there's nothing for you to respond to. But if you have a one-star, two-star, three-star and you can engage with that person.
1: Yeah, definitely this last one you had here about uh, negative reviews can increase conversations by up to 85%. I think that's, that's the one to take away that negative reviews, some good news from negative reviews is adding, it adds authenticity to your brand. And it opens up the opportunity for conversation. And obviously, um, it's not about the negative reviews. It's about how you respond to the negative reviews.
0: Absolutely. And there's a couple of things that I have an opinion about on that.
1: Well, why don't and you it, share with
0: us? So, but it but is <laughs> <thank> um, <laughs> it is not fact-based. I can't go put a number to it. But um, I am of the impression that you don't respond to the review. You respond to the audience. hmm does that make sense? So yes, I'm answering whatever the review is, but I'm doing it as if I'm talking to everybody who's going to be reading that review, not the pain in the rear who actually left that stupid review in the first place.
1: Oh, definitely. Does that make sense? Yep. I think when people are looking at reviews, you know, like you said, if it's all five star, it doesn't feel authentic. Right. Um, and so if you have a thousand five stars and then you have, you know, 50 of them or, you know, one star, two star, three star... Uh, even if people go look at the negative reviews, they are going to be drawn to that. And the way that those negative reviews are being responded to allows that person that's looking into the negative review to understand the type of company that they're dealing with when they have a negative situation. Absolutely. And you know what? You just
0: popped into my brain. What the worst negative reviews. Or even positive reviews, for that matter, are the ones that have no commentary at all. It's just like yeah, one star yeah. and nobody said anything. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with that? Yeah, does, I can't. I can't buy w- it. I can't argue it. I can't make it right. I can't do anything with mm-hmm. it. I can't think the person specifically if it's a five star. Right. right? Like, I, there's nothing I can do when nobody leaves a commentary. But. Here's the the, the the reality is you're going to have negative reviews come in. So we wanted to give you some tips on best practices for responding to those, how to respond to those and what to say. So uh, tip number one is to respond quickly. Devin, what are your
1: thoughts on responding
0: quickly? Like how long should it
1: be? Um, as soon as possible. I think um, I would say within 48 hours is probably the, the max. Um, what that does is it just, shows people that are looking at those, at those reviews that you are active and you actually care what people have to say.
0: Yeah, very responsive, right? So the, the, the next tip there is to respond to all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it doesn't matter if you want to, or if you feel like it or whatever, you hand over control of your brand to somebody else's opinion, positive or negative, mm-hmm. if you don't say anything at all right so respond to all of them one star two star three star four star five star get them yeah like let's say things back to them what's number three
1: number three is respond for the reader not the reviewer i think i got so out of sequence we, a little bit yeah we, yeah, we, about we were talking about that just a second ago so it's it is um yeah you're you're responding for the person that's reading the the response not necessarily the uh the person that left the the review
0: that's right I, uh, our next tip is be authentic and personal, and mm-hmm. and I don't think you can fake authenticity, right? Um, and, and I don't want you to. So there's there's some programs out there that allow you to curate a sentence or something to respond. Mm-hmm. I don't recommend you do that. I recommend you dig in a little bit. If you don't understand who the patient is, if you don't understand what the situation is, I would take. 30, 45 minutes, even an hour and go dig in a little bit and come back with like an authentic response uh, to that patient. You know, let's not make excuses. Right. Right. What's the next one there? Uh, Reinforce your core values. So we do that all the time here. That's right. right. So I believe you specifically got a review for our company. Mm -hmm. Like you were mentioned in the review. Right. And when I responded to that, I highlighted our core value that matched up with what they were praising you for. Mm-hmm. So always take an opportunity to reinforce your own core values. If you don't have any, get some.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Keep so it. third, we have a attempt to make things right if, uh, if, if need be. So if something went wrong, are you willing to make it right?
0: I could give about a dozen stories of where we've taken a bad situation and turned it into a good one. I can also take a couple. Of- Minutes and talk about good situations that went bad quickly. Sure. But the point is, is you have an opportunity to make things right. That doesn't mean that you have a responsibility to own it or I, I don't, I do not default to the customer's always right. I just want to make sure that I say that. Right. Right. Um, as a matter of fact, it's been my experience. That the Customer typically isn't right at all.
1: Yeah, right. that's typically be.
0: because they don't have the bigger picture. Right. They don't have the whole picture. Mm-hmm. But can we agree that perception is reality? Oh, yeah. percent. So their perception and what they say about your company is going to go a lot further than your perception and what you say about your own company. Yeah. So if you could
1: have the opportunity to make things right, I think you should do that first. And well, that, that kind of goes back to what we were talking about of, you know, learning something from the negative reviews. Mm. Um, if you're actually taking the time to look into it and you may think that you did everything right and they're they're poking a hole in your process because mm-hmm. like you said perception is reality their reality was whatever they experienced that's right so it doesn't matter if you think you did everything perfect or not if they feel that something wasn't right it, it's worth taking a look at we
0: we had a uh, we had a uh, urgent have a urgent care that we're working with that called me and i don't mind saying her name is Stacy because it doesn't attach it to a business but she's like Nick, this happened like this review happened and I'm furious because it didn't go this way right. And I'm like, well, give me the facts and let me go respond for you because mm-hmm. you're too emotional. I'm gonna talk to the audience, not not to not to the individual mm-hmm. uh, because you have to be really careful. That's why I put D in there. I was like, you're gonna give all this information <laughs> and you're gonna want to shoot
1: yourself in the foot. So what is D? D is uh, in in all caps, by the way. Do not break HIPAA. (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) Listen, if you, (laughs) I'm
0: about to save somebody on this podcast some headache, or their job, or their job, (laughs) or their company. Yeah. Right. Like this is ugly. This is this is bad. Ugly. If you mess this up, if you talk about what they came in there for, they can talk about it all they want. But if you talk about it, you're screwed. (laughs) Yeah. Don't do that. (laughs) Yes. Because all they have to do, and there are people that fish for this, they will go out there and leave a negative review just so that you can respond. And they'll, you'll know when it's them because they'll start trying to get you to drag out what exactly the problem mm-hmm. is. And the minute you put the problem in writing on Google one, it ain't going to go away. Right. And then two, you've opened yourself up to litigation here. And that's, that's bad. You do not want any of that. What's the number
1: five. So number five is try to make it right, but take it offline.
0: Yep. There's no reason to do this in person. Don't put a coupon code out there. Yeah. D- don't don't refund them through Google Chat. Like, let's not do that. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Hey, yeah, I, I agree. I think um, you know, trying to make it right means let's not have this drawn out conversation. Especially from a negative review outlook, is is where you go wrong is is creating an argument and you know believing that you did everything right, so you want to sit there and you know, go back and forth with somebody in the comments of a Google review doesn't look great. Um, Positive or negative, though, I say, you know, try to uh, get it to where you're not having that conversation right there in Google reviews, but try to get it offline and actually talk to the person rather than just the person behind the screen.
0: Right. So just from a pure, let's brainstorm you and I real quick
1: real time all right ready yeah
0: so we've come across some different types of reviews in our day yes some weird ones mm-hmm. that i'm gonna I'm do a couple one is a review that is your fault there's another one that may not be your fault mm-hmm. there's also what what are some other types of reviews that we see that we have to respond to that are just weird uh fake reviews beautiful yeah. talk about that give me yeah. some examples of that because <laughs> we got two right now <laughs> on our own that like
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it could be, um, I think what would be most common is probably a competitor, Mm. Um, you know, getting somebody to leave negative reviews for the competition, because that's, I guess, how they assume that they can get to you. Um, But yeah, sometimes you get these reviews from people who, um, it could be from the competitor. It could be uh, they think they're leaving a review for a business that they actually did interact with, but it's not your business. Right. So they're just in the wrong place. Right. So there's a couple of examples of people who leave a review that you may have never even had any interaction with. Right. That's right. There's also disgruntled employees.
0: Yes. That's a thing I've seen that happen a lot where uh, they left the company on bad terms or whatever. They go leave a a review for the company
1: as if they did business there outside of just being an employee. Um, which that's actually against Google's uh, Google reviews yep. uh, guidelines. So if you had a chance to get one removed, if yep, that may be one you could actually try.
0: For. Yeah, I mean, technically, you kind of have to prove it. You respond to it anyway, and then you flag it as inappropriate, yeah. and then you put conflict of interest or whatever. Um, so we've seen we've seen those types of reviews. The only ones that I really want to talk about, though, in this particular episode is is when it's your fault and when it's not your fault. Okay. Okay. So I tell you what, I'll do when it's your fault and you do when it's not your fault. And we'll give some context there. So I kind of wrote it out here. I think I may even put it in the show notes just so you can copy and paste if you need to. So the first thing you want to do is just you want to thank them for an honest review. This is if it's there, if it's your fault. Mm -hmm. Hey, thank you for telling me that. We can't get any better if we don't know what's going on. So thank you for that honest review. And then own the company's mistakes and don't make excuses like own it. I I can't believe that we did that. So Mm -hmm. we need to figure out how to make that right. We want to reinforce our core values. I'll give you an example. If your core value is to provide healthcare within 15 minutes of you walking through the door, it's our core value that we, that we speak with you and get you set up uh, in one of our offices within 15 minutes of you arriving here, we totally missed the mark on this and we will do what we can to be better. Own it, attach it to a core value, right? Um, So uh, empathize, like there, I would be, I would be mad. It's okay for them to be mad. So empathizing and understanding why they're mad is okay worth calling out as well. Mm -hmm. So I kind of put this, we'll just use you. Hey, Devin, thank you for taking the time to leave us a review. It's unfortunate that we missed the mark on your visit as we strive to give amazing patient care with every visit. I understand this thing happened and we would like to find a way to make it right. Our team will be in touch with you within the next 24 hours to get a better understanding of what happened and what we can do to make it right. So that's if it's your fault. Yeah. What do we do if it's not our fault? Because that happens all the time.
1: Well, I think this is cool too before we go on to that is in, in that example, One, imagine reading a negative review about somebody's experience that was negative and then seeing the response of, hey, I want to make this right. Right. And then it's, you know, even if that person disappears off the face of the planet, never cares about making it right or anything like that, the fact that you gave a response like that is going to speak you know, volumes to anybody that's checking out the situation. Here's somebody who had a negative experience, but man, how this company responded to that, that's, uh, that's really interesting. So, right. so yeah, when it's not your fault. <clears throat> so if it's not your fault, still, you can thank them for the review because they took the time to, to leave one and don't want to move past the fact that it does take people's time to, to leave reviews. Uh, Don't apologize, but rather seek to understand the problem. Can we pause there for just a second? We can pause. All right. I got to tell a quick story. Do
0: it. All right. I went to Chick-fil-A, whom I love dearly. Yes. And I ordered, I, me, ordered the wrong thing. Oh, no. Not a big deal. But I went up there and I said to the guy, I ordered the wrong thing. Yeah. I meant to order this. And his response was, oh, my God, I'm so sorry that that happened. I was like, I made the mistake. I'm so sorry. I'm like, he was just going on and on. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you get like, I'm uncomfortable because I like I messed up. Right. <laughs> right? So anyway, um, don't apologize. You don't owe an apology to something that you did not do.
1: Yeah, that's okay. that's true. Um, it also, you know, <clears throat> apologizing means you're, you're saying, yes, you're 100% correct.
0: There's some ownership there,
1: right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so then, yeah, re- excuse me. reinforce your company core value. So we talked about this a minute ago as well, is here's the opportunity to talk about if your core value is, uh, is 15 minute, you know, getting you in and getting set up, um, you know, and somebody says, well, I waited for an hour, but it wasn't even your fault, then, hey, this is still our core value. So reiterating that. Um, attempt to de-escalate a negative situation and em- empathize and seek to resolve the problem. I wish I could give
0: some good examples of, of de-escalation, especially when it comes to uh, the medical world, because really you have to not violate HIPAA, mm-hmm. right? So um, when I say de-escalate, I don't mean be specific in detail. Right. I mean, calm down, bro, we're gonna get this right. Like, yeah. That's the most dude thing I can say, but at the same time, it's like, hey, I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to understand it better, but you got to chill. Yeah. Right? And it's well, okay. Well, it's okay
1: to call that. And too often in, in this situation, when it's not <laughs> your fault, this is where I see some, uh, some urgent cares, some businesses, that's when the argument starts with the person leaving the review is mm-hmm. we have no record of, of you being a patient. We, uh, you know, we, you mentioned so-and-so at the front desk was rude to you, but that person doesn't work here, and it's obvious you just got the wrong place or you're making up a review. But that's where I see when it's not their fault is when they really get defensive in the in the response to the to the review. So you have to be very careful about um, when it's not your fault. You're still setting an example, by the way, that you are responding to the review. It's almost but, like
0: the art of saving face uh, for them while still not owning it.
1: Sure, sure. But here's an example here. So. so now it's your turn okay hey nick this review caught us off guard but we appreciate you taking the time to leave it so there i I thank you thank you for doing that we're proud of the amazing patient service that our team offers to each person that comes through our clinic our team is going to be in touch with you to find out the details of your visit and what we could do to resolve your concerns okay so not admitting fault Mm -mm. not apologizing just saying hey if there's a way to still make this right, we want to do that for you. That's right. Um, again,
0: when I wrote these two things, neither one of them were written to respond directly to that patient. Right. Who were they written for? Uh, the, the reader. All. all I, I mean, I do care about making things right. I don't want to come across as, as not authentic. Right. I'm not going to make anything right through a Google review. <laughs> That's right. Right. That has to be done offline. It has to be done either in person or by phone. It has to be personal. So I'm not going to use this platform to be personal. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use this platform to be authentic about my
1: brand. That's right.
0: That's what I'm going to use it for. I'm going to take good news and I'm going to take bad news. And either way, I'm going to look for opportunities to promote our company by doing the right thing.
1: There's opportunities everywhere. There is. There is. Man, look for them.
0: It's been fun talking negative reviews with you. Yeah. Any other final thoughts before we cut it off?
1: No, I just want to reiterate um, the thing that I tend to say the most uh, to our clients is it's not about the negative review. It's about how you respond to the review. Um, I always recommend uh, responding to both positive and negative because sometimes it's easy to see a positive review and not really give it as much thought Mm -hmm. and, and just try your best to take the emotion out of how you're responding to everything.
0: That's really good advice. Devin, I love how proactive you are when you see reviews come through for our clients. You're very proactive in reaching out to our client and saying, hey, did you see this? Or obviously we can't catch it. We get thousands of right. reviews on a regular basis for across all of our clients. But when you see something that stand out, you do a really good job of reaching out to the client. I appreciate that about you. I hope sure. you have people on your team that are doing the same thing.
1: Anything to add? That's all I got. I think we're, we're about out of time. and I think that's a good place to end it.
0: Thank you for listening. I uh, hope you've gotten value out of this. If you have gotten value out of it, go ahead and leave us a five-star review. I'm going to solicit a five-star.
1: Oh, right. yeah. Be intentional about asking for reviews. That's right. That's the other one. That's how you offset <laughs> that one
0: star and, and, and raise the bar, right? right. So we're going to do the same thing. Even though I don't think we have any one-star podcast review, we would like to keep it high. Uh, give us your, Give us your honest feedback on that review. We'd love to hear about it and uh we hope to catch you on the next episode thank you for listening today we'll catch you soon thanks good to see you